Growing up with a cane pole in his hand Like a pool of trim sitting down by the stream That leads him to the corpus bay Give him a shotgun to please his mind Give them quite a few reasons to fly Living in the city just ain't for me I wanna go back to the country Take me to Texas I wanna go down that open road And Take me to Texas I wanna see how far this country goes And Take me to Texas I wanna go down that open road And Take me to Texas I wanna see how far this country goes Fill up your coffee cup, put the dog on the porch, and turn up your radio. This is the Outdoor Zone with TJ and Cody Ryan, live from the bunkhouse. There's a place up ahead and I'm going, just as fast as my feet can fly. Come away, come away, you get going, leave the sinking ship What time is it? All right. The little hand is on the seven, and the big hand is, I don't know. It's Good morning. Too early. It's stupid 30. <laughs> it's the it Outdoor Zone coming to you live from the bunkhouse. Yeah, it's just an old tin shack on the back of the ranch, but we call it home every Sunday morning right here from 7 to 9. On 104.9 The Horn, flagship station for UT Sports, the Austin Radio Network, and 24-7, 365 on our podcast options at theoutdoorzone.com. Um, iTunes. Don't forget iTunes. iTunes oh and SoundCloud and any other place you may find your favorite podcast. Um, man. <clears throat> I'm TJ Graney. That is Cody Ryan. Good morning. Brand new Cabela's hat. That looks brand Look him, new. Man. Yeah, that I looks just like happen to have it. Matches. This. <laughs> it's the only thing you just. It's the one and in the back of his truck. Beef steak is in the house. Oh yeah, near. Salt Dogs, the young man who gets here early ahead of us and gets the gate open and makes sure the old pot belly stove is cranked up. Water's pour, poured over the old coffee grinds from last week and uh <clears throat> i get it i think we're good to go Wait. i get it 10 50 years ago the time change farmers sunlight all that bada yeah. boom bada bang railroad fast forward to reality <laughs> 2019 i think it was probably more real 50 years ago than life <laughs> is today no i'm saying the time change yeah that it's was that- Relevant. Maybe relevant of some sort for some reason, because I couldn't change the numbers in their head. <laughs> on, the, on those really tall clocks. Do the math the... in their head. Uh, but this is dumb. I'm so over it, and I keep hearing every year, oh, they're going to get rid of time change. They're going to get rid of the time no, change. They're There's, not going to get rid of it. The, yes, they will, they, because it's they're dumb. Not. It's getting dumber then and dumber every year. You just moved to Arizona where they don't have it. Right. In, Indiana, I think, it's is the, the same The smartest way. thing Arizona's done. The smartest? What beautiful weather we have. Yesterday was so nice. He just took a left turn away from that. I mean, it was really yeah. nice yesterday. It, it was hot. It, it was, got hot, didn't it? I got it? the AC on. Yeah, me too. I turned yeah. the AC on at the house. Yeah. And then last night so I walked out with my shorts on. Like, Whoa. Oh, hey. 
yeah. put a little hey, cover on down under. Hey, cover. <laughs> I so, uh, I wore shorts a couple days in a row. I wore them uh, Friday the and lake, Saturday. Yeah. Wow. Well, yeah. it was so I I wasn't really in the mood to do a whole bunch yesterday, and then I just cranked it up to get the yard mode and kind of caught up all the oak leaves. It's that time of year where all the live oaks are dropping their leaves, and it's so, just kind of and oh man, at my house, some of them are dropping. Half, some aren't more dropping. than half of them are. I don't think All they know what to do. Some are budding. They don't know what to do. Flowers are out. Yeah. Blue bonnets. Blue bonnets are are freezing. It was. You can go ahead and twenty nine degrees and last week. Go ahead and just mow the lawn. Well, we had eighty guys <clears throat> or eighty total out at a uh, father son camp out uh, this weekend, and uh, it was pretty cool, man. It was at night. It was you know nice and nice and cold, little rainy, but. Just barely, just barely, just enough to clean everything up. I had a roaring fire out there. <laughs> I don't think that cleans everything up. <laughs> yeah, you just leave all your dishes out. Makes it you a know, mess. It's great. It and, man, then we had KOZ the next morning, and uh, some of the men were all invited to join us, and it was incredible. It was really cool. We did outdoor building, ranch work, and post setting, and all kinds of cool stuff, man. Those boys cutting off limbs. I don't know why. If you give a tree saw to a boy. Tree limbs. Yeah. Not tall trees. Yeah, you. The Did boys weren't cutting off the limbs. <laughs> no, they were cutting Just off the limbs. Give a boy a hammer, and everything looks like <laughs> they, a nail. Oh, you thought it was the thumb. reverse? Yeah. They were cutting off their own limbs. Right. <laughs> and boys then they, cutting off limbs. No, tree limbs. That happens. Tree limbs. And I thought, man, I could. This is an idea for Cody. Get all these young guys together, and man, they can move some brush fast. Yeah. And, see, and they love it. Yeah. I was listening to a guy the other day on a podcast, and he was talking. He was trying to come up with an example, I guess, on drastic differences. And he said, "You know, it's like like using a chainsaw for floss." Like, wow, uh, <laughs> that's pretty. You only do that once, I guess. <laughs> you don't have to do it again. I unplugged Are for forty eight hours, and uh, and I'll tell you what. I plugged back in, unplugged meaning from Thursday, Friday, and or half a Thursday, all day Friday, and half a day yesterday, I unplugged, turned off my phone. Didn't watch any bass fishing? Turned off my computer, turned everything (sighs) off. I didn't care if anybody needed to get a hold of me. My wife still had her phone. Um, And so I turned everything off. And I'll tell you what, yesterday I turned it all back on. And I'm kind of like, I'm kind of like over ticked. it. <laughs> like, I'm kind of ticked Why? that I have it all back on, and how much time I waste on the stupid electronics, you know? Because it doesn't Come matter, on, right? Preach I'm it, in, baby, oh, preach man, it. I'm just kind of, I'm resentful against the whole thing right now. I catch myself like yesterday evening, like going through Facebook. Who cares? Yeah. I don't care about it. It's like three care. days ago. Yeah. It's so three days ago. I just mm. don't even care anyway. And so it was so nice. We went out to the lake. We'll talk more about it. But on the next segment, well, we went out to uh, the lake and I'd catch myself like sitting in a chair oh. looking at a bird. <laughs> you know, you, you don't do be... that anymore. Normally you just reach in your pocket, grab your phone, scroll, scroll, That's scroll, right. scroll, That's scroll, right. scroll, That's scroll, right. scroll, That's scroll, right. scroll. It's Come called. On, it's called it. being and so present. I'm just, I'm just upset. I'm just upset that we have all this electronic stuff. I'm, I'm about to go. 
I'm going to leave here, go to the lake, throw it all in the water. So if you don't hear from me, it's not because I'm not here or present or around. It's just I just threw all my they electronics just need to, in the they water. They just need to call your peeps. And I just, I'll, <laughs> it, it won't probably be like Monday before I go to the phone store and get a new phone if I end up throwing it in the lake after I, this. I'll, I'll just give them your home address and early, everybody swing by. How about that? Send me oh, mail. Yeah, just, <laughs> just send by. mail. Hey, early riser or late riser? Are you early up or in your house, are you the early riser? Your wife. So I got a, I got a six month old, almost six month old. So, so she's she the early up, riser. So I'll tell you, I'll tell she's you, she's a three a.m.er. I'll tell you, yeah. I'll tell you a secret though. She gets coffee ready. I bet and, you, I bet you, she's an early riser like your sister. Yeah. And uh, when you have your other grandkids, they'll be like your wife, and they'll be the ones that aren't. Are, are you? You're the early riser, Don. Five thirty every morning. That's when we start our thing. You know, Y'all, is she? Would she sleep in if she could? No, no. She's she would be at early, the neighbor. Sometimes I'm like, I reach over. Where is she? She's gone. She's at the neighbor's house with the dogs. So at five thirty in the morning. Sometimes the the next door ladies they get up at like four thirty in the morning and they have a little you know round table smoke cigarettes gab session. Yeah, <laughs> they sit out in their garage and put the door open and let the dogs roam and yeah. It, I, I, oh I, man! So yeah. so they get yeah. up early and do their old. I don't know if it's gossip. I, it's not really that. It's just catching up. On yeah, life, yeah, yeah. You know? Like whatever happened during the night since they talked last. <laughs> yeah, like an hour ago. Like why did they just look at their Facebook? <laughs> I don't. I don't, uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't. I I don't necessarily like like getting up early, but I don't like missing something. Right. I feel I'm, like I might miss something too. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. I. Mrs. I, Granny said the other day. She goes. You know, it's supposed to rain tomorrow, and it's Saturday, and we don't have anything to do. Let's just stay in bed for a little while. We'll just get a cup of coffee and just stay in bed. And I'm thinking, oh, man, that sounds great. And so I get up at 630, and there's no rain, and <laughs> and the coffee is You're like, sitting there yeah. like, <laughs> <laughs> how long are we supposed to do this? <laughs> And so it's six forty five. Are we getting up out of bed now? And so then I thought, well, I'll just get sneak my little run in real quick. You know, I'll just do my run and then I'll get back and she'll just be getting up and we'll sit on the back porch and have coffee. And I came back and she was mad at me because I didn't stay in bed and just hang out. And it's like, you were asleep. I don't <laughs> I thought I'd come back and have coffee and so I'm the early riser, always have been. And I'm like you. I just and you probably got that from me. It's just I don't like. I love the early morning. I do too. I don't necessarily like getting up though. Right. Yeah. If we could just skip that part. Yeah. And just be up already. Yeah. I don't know how that would work. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not like. I don't wake up at six in the morning or four thirty. Oh baby, I feel awesome. Take on the day. Give me a cigarette. You gotta it's get things out- started, so right? You gotta get things going. So hey, it's the outdoor zone live in the bunkhouse. Yeah, we do it every Sunday morning right here, just so you got something to listen to because you're bored out of your mind. <laughs> uh hey, really? we're gonna talk a little bit about fishing. Cody's out on the lake here locally um all the last few for the last few days and wanna hear more about that and uh Maybe Salt Dog can chime in a little bit on what's going on down near the coast. You get it one place, live in the bunkhouse, Sunday morning 7 to 9 or 24-7, 365 at theoutdoorzone.com. For the mirrors that struggling just to hang on, they've lost all of their faith and love.
This is Michael Waddell with Bone Collector Hunting Show, and you're listening to the TJ, Cody Ryan, and Beefsteak on the number one outdoor radio show, The Outdoor Zone. All right. Welcome back. This is your deer shooting, flounder gigging, dub blasting, hog dogging, bass catching, mountain climbing, fly fishing, four wheeling, adrenaline junkie outdoor zone radio show broadcast from the bunkhouse. Yeah, that's right. 1049 The Horn or 247-365 at theoutdoorzone.com. McBride's Guns, ah, Central Texas family owned and operated gun shop. If you're looking for the right firearm, McBride's can help. If you're looking to trade your guns, McBride's is the place. An expert gunsmith on site? Only one place, McBride's Guns. Looking for a youth model rifle or shotgun? Go where the staff is skilled and trained to help you make the right choice. McBride's Guns. You'll find McBride's in the same place it's been for years. Corner of 30th and Lamar. Call them at 512-472-3532. Or just remember, online at McBride's. McBride's. McBride's Guns. Guns.com. McBride's Guns is our hometown gun shop. Mr. Graney. Yes, Bassmaster Classic. Just turn him on. This week. March 15 through 17. He won't be turning his electronics off this week, will you? Knoxville, Tennessee, (laughs) the Tennessee River. I think the first time they've ever fished a Bassmaster Classic here in Knoxville, Tennessee. And so. Uh, the 2019 Bassmaster Classic. Why is it of importance, other than it being the number one bass fishing trophy in the world to hold? Uh, because this, for many of the greats, the names that we have all come to know, may be their very last Bassmaster Classic ever. Being that many of them have switched over to major league fishing, the pro bass tour over there, and uh, but they qualified last year to fish this classic, so you're getting a makes the guys that may or may not ever fish another Bassmaster Classic. Many of them may be ending, you know, twenty year streaks, ten year streaks. You know, um, that is that makes me hmm. that makes me sad. To think, because, uh, you know, the Major League Fishing thing's cool and everything, but there is nothing that goes above winning the Bassmaster Classic. There never, ever will be. It's like the Super Bowl. You've you had the Force Wood Cup for years, and... It's never... It's still, I mean, it's still the Force Wood Cup. It's amazing. It's a ton of money. It's a huge publicity deal. But the Bassmaster Classic, and everybody knows it is the everybody Bassmaster knows Classic, and 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 you can you've got guys that have won both, uh, you know, a couple of guys that have won both, and um, Luke Clawson being one, and you know, back to the early years of Luke Clawson, and so anyway, 
Uh, it's just it's it's going to be a weird one. It's going to be a weird Bassmaster Classic because you're going to have guys that are never going to be fishing a Bassmaster event again. Guys that have left and haven't fished a Bassmaster event since qualifying. Uh, you've got guys you that are have some still guys come there. Back. You may have some guys come back. They're going to have to qualify through the Bassmaster Open. That's fine. That's fine. They they may come back. And maybe, maybe. So I mean, I was amazed just at the at the kid fish thing that they're doing. They have that uh, one day where they're doing a kid fish, uh-huh. and the name like they have uh, uh, Clark Winlet, Jay Yellis, Keith Combs. These the biggest names. What's Clark doing? It. Is he just promoting? He's not. He doesn't fish BASS. Yeah, he switched this year. He got invited to fish Bassmasters Elite oh, Series and, oh, he's and moved over. Yeah. Really? So, uh, yeah, you've got you've got big names. Jay Ellis hadn't fished in years, retired years and years ago, and just came back to Bassmaster Elite Series. They gave an invite to come back. Uh, he's a stud for Jesus. Jay so, Ellis is a stud for Jesus, by the way. Uh, I love that guy. Yeah. And so uh, the Bassmaster Classic, going to be a weird year. I think it's going to be a weird year. It's going to be weird if you're in attendance. It's going to be weird because uh, there are going to be guys that will never be back. Uh, it's going to be an awkward situation, I think. I think it's going to be. I mean, you've got guys that have made a career in Bassmaster that have now up and left, abandoned them, and and uh, <laughs> well, you one know of that's the where thing... they got their start. And but I think the guys that I respect still understand that that is where they got their name recognition. That is where they got their start in bass fishing, and that is the reason they had an opportunity and an invite a career to fish major league fishing is because of Bassmaster, and they respect that so. Uh, well, you know, they understand where it comes from. One of the things that uh, we'll see that we talk about, we've talked about, is if you've never, if you're a bass fisherman at all, and you've never been to a Bassmaster Classic, oh my gosh, yeah. it is, it is. I mean, the like the Super Bowl. It is like a, a, it is the super. Dun, dun, dun. It is the Super Bowl for bass fishing. Yeah, I don't care about the major league fishing and how cool all the classic. The weekend of the classic, the week of the classic, going there, being around the pros, walking through the arena where all the vendors are and the pros yeah. at the different booths. Man, I met, I met uh, the the biggest names in bass, Van Dam, when yeah. he was just getting started. He was hanging out at a booth, just sitting on there with, and his boys were little teeny little tykes. I mean, yeah. they were almost carry size. Yeah. And uh but it's the only place that I know of where they're all together, they're in a good everybody's just, you know, it's just this vibe and you can meet them, shake their hands, you know, it it is the and and it'll be sad if that changes too far. I I hope it doesn't. You know, I will always be a huge fan of Bassmaster because of what it's done for bass fishing, it is what made put bass fishing on the map. Was but major league fishing is not going in. Ray it's and, not going to disappear, though, right? No, it's not. I, I I hope not. Anyway, I hate to interrupt, but I just it was an amazing thing for me to uh, to experience all the times I did it, and it'll be a it'll be a sad day if if it 
slides off. But I mean, you, they got Geico that, and Dicks, and they got a lot of money behind them. They'll Are, be fine. Yeah. It's Bassmaster. So the Bassmaster Classic going on this week. Thank Gonna you. be a strange one, <laughs> uh, but keep an eye on it. Bassmaster.com, right. March 15th through the 17th, or actual the, tournament days. What is the. Uh, is it live on Facebook or what are they doing? No, Bassmaster.com. They'll have all the live links. You can watch Bassmaster okay. live. Like usual. Like usual, all that stuff. So check out Bassmaster.com for the classic. Boy, that Sunday afternoon weigh in when whoever gets crowned Bassmaster Classic champion. Man, there's just nothing like about, it. Man, it. Like since chills, <laughs> I get my I get allergies, you know. <laughs> it's a weird deal. Lake Buchanan. I was out there the last few days, uh, spent some time with the family. Like I said, unhooked the un, un unplugged the phone computer, took no look at electronics, and I came back yesterday just kind of kind of PO'd that I gotta turn that stuff back on. Rejoin so the matrix. I guess you don't have to deal with that new that uh, FOMO deal, right? I mean, everybody's talking you know the disease, the anxiety of. Fear of missing out. Yeah. That's yeah. what people have with their phone, right? Got a fear of missing out on no, something I'm, that's I'm happening. No, I'm quite the opposite. I'm just uh, ticked you, you told me about it. and Now you got to worry gotta about think, your anxiety? Now it just wasted thought space in my oh, brain. Oh, please. Hey, so, no, so uh, I was at Lake Buchanan fishing. Uh, we got there Thursday, Thursday afternoon, bass fishing in the little cove where we were. Mm. We went and stayed up at uh, a little place... Uh, uh, Cottonwood Cove is what they call the little fishing shacks. There's a bunch of them up there, a bunch of little fishing shack places. And they actually you can got water. Look, look, Amen. <laughs> little cabins. Yeah, Lake Buchanan looks fantastic. Uh, they got little fishing cabins all over the lake up there. Hmm. We, I just booked one out of the, out of the blue, and uh, we had no one there Thursday night. Friday night, one other group rolls in. And it's a guy I've known for years and years and years. You're so kidding. The, what are the odds, you know, of hundreds of cabins on Lake Buchanan and the one other person that rolls up I know. So uh, it, that was funny. But uh, fishing fishing was good um, for them, actually. They went out and found the white bass and hybrids uh, in the main lake portion Um out there, and they said it was just on fire for uh, two hours. I tried to find them up the river. I couldn't go very far and spend very much time. You know, I had the baby. I brought my mom, built-in babysitter, and and my <laughs> wife, and uh, you know, so I was like these little hour-long stints where I could hour here, hour there, try and figure these fish out, and uh, never really did on the white bass. That was one thing I was looking for. Were, were some good white bass action, you know, something fast and furious. And uh, I found them on the graph. I just couldn't figure out how to catch them. They weren't real active when the couple of times that I tried them. But, uh, yeah, lake looks great. Tons of trees and stuff grown up. You know, of course, it was down for so long. So it's kind of a maze trying to find your way through the some of the areas to, to find, you know, some of these coves and bays that were all dry. Now full of plum, full of trees, so you got to kind of navigate your way through. The nice thing is they're not thick trees, you know. It's not like they're giant trunks that are gonna like so, wreck. They're just kind of the tree tops, the little frilly parts. You know, you can kind of drive through them almost. Cool. Okay, so 
If you go to Texas Parks and Wildlife, every week they post fishing reports. Yeah. Look at this one here for Buchanan from yesterday. I post. I pulled that off of there from yesterday. Yep. They're new every Thursday. How accurate is that, would you say? Right now, I would say the Texas Parks and Wildlife fishing report is fairly accurate. Fairly accurate. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think Well, it's... I know that uh, Kendall Hemphill is... About two degrees warmer, maybe. Now. Kendall Hemphill has rounded these up and talked to people on the lakes for years. Yeah. And they have people around the state that actually find out what the fishing is. And I just wondered, you rolling off that lake, Yeah, how accurate was that? Yeah, I would say uh, I say would say you could do what it says on there and catch fish, except for that chartreuse rattle trap for largemouth bass. That's not working. Pumpkin actually. seed lizards, though. I actually threw that and it didn't work. Hey, Sun Auto <laughs> Service, family-owned and operated repair and maintenance company since 1978. They've worked hard every day to earn your trust and keep your vehicle running like new. They hire ASE certified technicians to repair and maintain your vehicles. They're the place we use when we need oil changes or any type of vehicle maintenance. We take it to Sun Auto Service. The one I use, 405 West Slaughter Lane. They've got one at 1300 Medical Parkway in Cedar Park, 1403 Rivery Boulevard in Georgetown. And the Lakeway, 1206 Ranch Road. 620. They got deals and specials, coupons all online. Sunautoservice.com. Coming up next, it's news of the weird. You get it only one place right here. It's the Outdoor Zone live at the bunkhouse on 1049 The Horn and 24 7, 365 at theoutdoorzone.com. And you're listening to two of my favorite rednecks, TJ and Cody, on the Outdoor Zone. All right, welcome back. It's the Outdoor Zone live in the bunkhouse. I'm TJ Graney. This is the number one outdoor show in Texas. There's a certain point in every hunter's life when they step to the next level and begin to hunt with a bow. Hunters and not hunters alike are enjoying the sport of archery, and there's only one true archery shop in Austin. That's Archery Country. They carry the very best brands, Matthews, Elite, and Hoyt. They have all the brand-new Matthews they're in right now. There's a limited number of them available in the country, and you can get some now. They they have them. They just put them up this week. They got all the gear, targets, arrows, accessories on site available for professional installation. Go see our buddies over at Archery Country, 8121 Research Boulevard. Open Tuesday through Friday, 1030 to 7, Saturday, 10 to 5, close Sunday and Monday. But you can find them 247365 at AustinArcheryCountry.com, AustinArcheryCountry.com. All right, now it's time for your news of the weird. Huh? Wild, weird, strange, and crazy things can happen in the outdoors. We seek them out and bring them to you each and every week. It's time for the Outdoor Zone's Outdoor News of the Weird. 
Okay. So before you comment, gentlemen, Uh I want to work through this, and then I have a couple of questions for you. A New Jersey man is basking in the good fortune of a $273 million lottery jackpot win that wouldn't have happened without the kindness of a stranger. Mike Worski, who is unemployed and recently divorced, purchased lottery tickets at a quick-check supermarket near New Jersey's border with Pennsylvania. Then he said he was distracted by his cell phone (laughs) and left the tickets behind. I put the tickets down, put my money away, did something with my phone, and just walked away, he told reporters on Thursday. Before the drawing, he says he looked for hours for the tickets at home, then returned to the store to see if they had them. To his surprise, he found that somebody had handed them to the de- handed them in the day before. The cashier made me explain what I bet and what the tickets were, and she handed them to me, and I walked out. On Sunday night, during a snowstorm, Worski got around to check in his numbers and realized he was holding the winning ticket. <laughs> He remembers sitting and watching TV for a half hour after that, just stunned at what had happened. I just didn't believe it. It was me. After all these years of playing, I finally had something that said, you're a big winner, more than $2. He said he spent $20 per week on tickets on and off for years. I'm just very thankful that and that an honest person that there's an honest person out there because I figured it was gone. Now he's trying to find the person who turned his tickets in at the store. I'm going to give them something, he said. I'm going to keep that, but I'm going to keep that private. A store clerk named Phil Campalo told NBC News that he's the one who turned them in. <laughs> and I get something. My parents raised me to be a good person, honest, sincere. I was doing the right thing, and I'll do it again. James Carey, the executive director of the New Jersey Lottery, said that if a person had kept the ticket for themselves, they would have been able to claim the winnings. If you think about it, it's very difficult to say who owns a lottery ticket. Short of come of someone coming in here and saying, I purchased this ticket, it's mine, he said. Worski says his luck has changed in another way, too. He hasn't worked for years, and for the past year he'd been unable to secure even a job interview. Yesterday I got my first interview, he says. It's a miracle. He says he doesn't intend to take the job, but will possibly start a business with family members. Now he plans to buy a pickup truck for himself, a car for his mother, and remodel her house. He also wants to take a family take his family on vacation. I always wanted to know what it would be like to just wake up and decide to go somewhere. Go buy something. Just do it. When I get the money, I'm going to do that. I'm gonna, going to try that, he said. Worski plans to take the, the money as a lump sum of $162 million rather than in installments. The grocery store, Quick Check in Fieldsburg, got a $30,000 bonus check for selling the winning ticket. So, <clears throat> all that being said, I got a couple of questions for you. The first and foremost, it says here, Unemployed and recently divorced. Do you think his ex-wife is going to try and claim some of that money? She gets. She is groveling at his mm. door. Oh, honey, I know we made a lot of mistakes. <laughs> <laughs> it's you. It's not you. It's, it's always me. been you. Yeah. 
I don't care about you not working for five years. You, sir. But you, yeah. Huh? But I mean, I mean, I mean. I what mean, is he? Where does he get that twenty dollars a week to buy lottery tickets if he hadn't worked in two years? Unemployment. It's, for, yeah. it's your twenty dollars. He ought to be splitting this money with you. I thought the uh, clerk was going to ask for a little something. You know, <laughs> uh, I mean, really, the, I I just wanted Mister Worski I mean. to know. I was actually the one who turned the tickets in because yeah. I found them. No. Yeah. Well, I gave them to you after I found them, and you said, hey, let me run them in there and turn them back in. <laughs> I told you all and we needed to take them and run. So, <laughs> See? <laughs> they said we could have had it. No, I wouldn't do that. I would turn it in no matter. We had a conversation about leaving a note on a car if you bump it, you know, or, or and uh, the other day, and someone, um, I remember that little incident. The, these people went and repaired like nine hundred dollars worth of stuff on their on their truck. All I did is put a little nick in the corner and left a note. Next thing you know, they faxed over something that said faxing. If you can believe that was like you know eight years ago, they faxed over something that said, "Yeah, it's eighteen hundred dollars worth of damage." Oh, we're gonna get some stuff fixed. Yeah, what? I, had a, I had a scam like that one time. Oh man, so. But anyways, back to I mean, the thing I, is, I didn't have a scam. Like I was having it done. You were getting scammed. So it's yeah. not always good. It feels like to turn in the note, but you got to do the right thing, right? Do I the mean, right just thing. Just do it right. That's right. So what? What else? Where, so where the are you other, thinking on this? So uh, I think his wife. It would be interesting to see what she says. The other thing that he said that he was considering, which I would say, look, Mister Worski, don't do that. <laughs> Start a <laughs> family that? business. Oh. Uh-oh. You know, I yeah. mean, it's it sounds like a wonderful idea. Yeah, but he's got 176 million bucks. Hey, look, you don't got to work. You hadn't worked in two you years. You don't. You <laughs> don't have to take the chance that your family is going to mess that up, and you're going to lose the relationship with your family. Look, just give him some money and say, "I love you." That's it. That's good. Because he's going to get. He's you know, and you hear about this, you get pounded. Yeah. When you're this guy, all of a sudden, Wersky, every cousin, <laughs> every cousin, third Grainy. cousin, Grainy. you know, everybody who ever lived next door to you, every person who has a nonprofit, every, I mean, it, you get pounded. That's why and a lot of people times, go bankrupt. Well, mm. A lot of times people don't, they give their tickets to an attorney or to a somebody else and they don't put their name out there. Well, they need to go to the IRS first thing. That was what should be their trip. The their IRS first trip is and... standing there when you go there to get your ticket <laughs> and cash oh, in. to your financial oh, they're advisor. Not. The, the, the attorney is, I mean, the IRS is not, they, they're, they're right there. They're hands They actually out. have an office there at the lottery. <laughs> they should. <laughs> yeah. They you should. know, lottery was invented like running numbers in bad neighborhoods, and the state just took it over and made it legal. So I don't know, man. I'm not, I don't like, I'm not the lottery guy. I, I just don't. Do I don't it. like playing. I, I Aren't mean, you every from once Jersey in, though. No, you know this guy. I had, <laughs> every once in a while. No, hey, he's I from the, the hood in Chicago. Oh, that's right. Uh, okay, I was born in Denver. Now, don't give me that. All right, we'll do it. Colorado. Right. Hey, it's Ram Truck Month at Nile Maxwell Supercenter. If you've been thinking about a new truck, now is absolutely the best time to buy. They're the number one for Rams in Central Texas, and they just won the J.D. Power Customer First Award for Excellence. So you know you're getting the best of the best. 
Plus, you're guaranteed that you'll get the best price out there. You have Niles' personal promise to beat any competitor's price on a new vehicle in Central Texas. For the best selection of Niles and Niles' promise to beat any competitor's price, go see the number one name for Rams in Central Texas, the Nile Maxwell Supercenter, 620 and 183 across from the Walmart on or online at nilemaxwellsupercenter.com. All right, we'll take a quick break. Come back on the flip side with uh, Game Warden Field Notes and more. Only one place live in the bunkhouse, Sunday morning, 7 to 9, or 24-7, 365 at theoutdoorzone.com. And I'm begging, brothers, sisters, help me, please. I saw when I give you a signal. I saw when I raise up my hands. Won't you join with me together? I praise the Lord, I have a plan. And I'm preaching again. This is T Roy Bruce Orr listening to the Outdoor Zone. Call me redneck, white trash, and blue collar. But I could change all that if I had a couple million dollars. Let me get it started, and then I'll flip it to you. It's the Outdoor Zone live in the bunkhouse. Welcome back. Number one outdoor show in Texas. I hope you're paying attention to the clock. It is the official time. Seven, four, eight. Niner. Nine. Niner. Seven, four, niner. All right. Right now, test drive one of the best-selling vehicles at your central Texas Honda dealers like the 2019 CRV. Features some of the best technology in the market, impressive fuel economy, and tons of cargo space. And best of all, it's available Honda Sensing. Maybe that's why the CRV is the best selling crossover utility vehicle over the past dec- decade. And it's been named the 2019 Edmunds Buyer's Most Wanted Compact SUV. So if you're listening to this and you're feeling that Honda envy, come visit one of your Central Texas Honda dealers and test one out for yourself. They've also got the best sellers like the Accord, the Pilot, the Civic, the CRV, the HRV, and the Fit. There's something for everyone. Our Central Texas Honda dealers have hundreds of vehicles for you to choose from. Central Texas Honda dealers in their Austin location, Round Rock Honda, First Texas Honda in Central Austin, Howdy Honda down south, Honda San Marcos. You can check out all the deals and specials. Online at centraltexashondadealers.com. You must see your dealer for details. All right. Now it's time for your Game Warden Field Notes. These are the stories of the brave and courageous men and women of law enforcement, defenders of the outdoors. These are true Game Warden Field Notes. All right, a lot of times, usually, we're talking about the uh, reports from the Texas game wardens, which there's plenty of those to cull from every month, every week here on the Outdoor Zone. But this time, I wanted to step a little bit deeper. I wanted to talk a little bit about a couple of police reports, a couple of um, uh, things that were going on in our national parks 
And uh, the feds recently, investigators from several agencies, have stopped a man who looted artifacts and destroyed archaeological sites on public and tribal lands. Timothy Brian Harrison, age 50, was recently sentenced to serve one year and one day in prison and ordered to pay $113,000 in restitution. According to court documents, Harrison conducted illegal digging at prehistoric Native American archaeological sites on federal lands in Alpine and El Dorado counties near Lake Tahoe. He collected tens of thousands of ancient artifacts and from multiple archaeological sites and virtually destroyed two very significant archaeological sites. Harrison was convicted on two felony counts of excavating and removal of archaeological resources from public lands and one misdemeanor count of unlawful possession of methamphetamine. Oh. <laughs> He dug a He lot. must surrender to begin <laughs> serving his sentence on April 23rd. So a uh, couple of thoughts about this. One is they let it go on and on and on. They knew about it, and they watched him, and they let it go on and on. And the natives, uh, the Indians in that area that own the land and it's their sites uh, are furious because it, you know, he just wrecked these archaeological sites that, of course, they it's special stuff for them absolutely but yeah. they let it go on and on and i'm i'm shocked that he just got one year and one day well you got a felony I and mean, the, but mm-hmm. and and how is methamphetamine not a felony it's not misdemeanor he count of unlawful two, possession of methamphetamine they say you got two felony counts right i know but that's for the digging Maybe it says here little and one little misdemeanor count of unlawful possession of methamphetamine well he probably uh, pleaded guilty to the you know excavating and just all right we're just gonna do a misdemeanor on the other stuff meth is becoming man it's everywhere i'm telling you it's i know it's lives, everywhere but I, but I, in, in it's my a new drug and the, the other thing i was thinking is bad bad what news. a miserable what a miserable thing to be 50 strung out on meth and living your life as a thief well, especially going and digging. I'm just, I, I know I'm going <laughs> way off. That's a whole in, different deal. I was uh, just like, dude likes arrowheads. No. I mean, that's he's got like, more than arrowheads out of this Dude, deal. I mean, he likes to find a little hatchet every now and then or something, you know? <laughs> no. Like, geez. Wow. I mean, well, I know he's not that, doing that, it right. There's different but. than just walking along the shoreline at Lake Travis and finding an arrowhead, which you're not supposed to take if you find one. <laughs> Well, and I've I'm met guys that, back down right here. Right down this. Take a picture and put it on social media. There you go, Cody. Post it on your Instagram. A multi-year, Twitter. a multi-year interagency investigation resulted in the conviction and sentencing of three men who violated the Lacey Act and federal other federal laws during a recent court hearing. Casey Richardson, age forty-eight; Jeffrey Harrison, age forty-five; and Dale Lackner, age. 74. <laughs> Always going to have the old guy. Yeah. We're sentenced to serve too. five years of probation, pay restitution, and perform community service for hunting related violations involved in doll sheep, brown bear, and uh, let's see, uh, in the Wrangell St. El- Elias National Park Preserve. This is in Alaska. So this guy, 74, mm. had the concession. In other words, there's a chunk of it where he had a lodge built, and he got to lease that from the National Park Service and uh, and operate a hunting 
operation out of there. Supposed to be a legal hunting operation, but he wasn't hiring uh, licensed guides. He was just mm. had these other two guys working there. They weren't licensed. And they were uh, falsifying uh, the dates. So, like, they were hunting, like, before and after proper seasons. And um, and I just – and and so they lost the whole thing. He lost – you know, the 74-year-old guy who – this was his operation. This was probably his – I would think is pretty important to him, you know. But he was bringing in these guys. And – the He's other probably thing, sitting in a bar somewhere telling a story about how he, you know, has it so bad. That's what I don't like about all this is everybody thinks it's, you know, everybody else's fault. All I was doing was hunting, you know, and they took it away from me. The uh, the Wrangell St. Ellis National Park and Preserve is the largest national park in the United States, the largest wilderness area in the National Park Service at 13.2 million acres. He had it. It is the number one doll sheep. I mean, they have a huge opportunity to hunt doll sheep, brown bear. I mean, he had a killer location, killer setup. Ruined it. And yeah. he not only ruined it for himself, but potentially, you know, others that may have wanted to hunt there. Hmm. But there is stuff happens in the federal parks, not just growing weed and stuff like that. But <laughs> Waterfalls. Yes. Yeah. Birds. Yes. And if you don't get on your phone, you can see them. Yes. But Stay off your phone. Turn off your electronic devices. Except Stop for Stop listening car. to this in one hour. <laughs> yes. Turn it off. All yes. of it in one hour. Oh, my uh, gosh. It's the Outdoor Zone live in the podcast. Shutting down all our podcast listeners. 7.57 a.m. Good morning. Wake up. It's time. Spring forward. They might only have. one place Woo! right here. It's the Outdoor Zone live in the bunkhouse on 104.9 The Horn and 24-7, 365. You can be connected to theoutdoorzone.com.